Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. I am running regularly at the moment and it's a great place of processing information for me and cleansing in a way, mentally. Anyway, uh, I often get good lessons for myself in there and I'd love to pass on some of those to you. And One of them was uh, recently got uh, a few different set routes that I rotate and some of them are more challenging than others in terms of the hills and and uh, where those hills sit in the run and th- there are times where I do get caught heading up a hill just reminding myself I just got to get to the to the next line to the next line to the next line 10 meters at a time or whatever it is but my mind still goes into the future and goes, oh, I'm hurting so much now, I really want to quit. And I've got another however many hills to come. So I'm thinking about the next hill while I'm running the hill that I'm on. And all that does is create a negativity that flows through me that brings down my ability to do the current task, which is just face that next step up that next part of the hill that I'm on. And how often does that happen in life? where you get so worried about what's coming next, you take yourself out of the present moment. How often is that happening to you? How often are you running, thinking of the next hill instead of being present at the moment? When you're at home with your family, are you thinking about what's going on for your work, for your business? Are you thinking about some future event, or, or not even an event that's definitely going to happen, but one you've created in your own mind about particular scenarios that might play out. It takes you away from presence. It takes you away from connections with the most important people in your life. It takes you away from being your best in any given moment. It creates doubt. It creates an increase in the, the loudness and the negativity in that inner voice. And it stops you from properly switching off and fully enjoying enjoying your rest time and allowing yourself to recharge in a way that when you head back into whatever it is you do, whether you work, whether you are in a position where you can just give back your time to people, maybe it's just volunteering, whatever it is, if you're thinking about that all the time, think about the next hill. You're missing precious moments for yourself and precious moments for the most important people in your world. I'm a big believer that the highest form of protection is presence. People feel safe when you are present with them. They feel like you're being attentive to them. They feel seen, they feel heard, because they can 
not only get a sense, but they can see and they can tell that you are being there for them, that you are fully present, that you are giving back to them, you're not distracted. How often are you wanting to check that phone because of that new addiction that we've all been had placed upon us? The, the new form of dopamine hit that just so alluring. I'm actually, as I record this, on a break and it's amazing when you detox how much of a habit is that you, okay, here's a spare moment, you go for your phone. Oh, it's just to read something, it's just to pass the time, whatever. You can make any excuse under the sun, but it just, that thought process and that pattern just takes you away from the presence. So how do we change that? Well, the first step is to know what the end goal is for you. What are you actually working towards? So if you use running as an example. In running, I'm doing it for the impact it has for me mentally, obviously physically, but more of that holistic element. I've shared in uh, previous episodes how you know I, I was getting myself stuck in that uh, mindset of it's got to be competitive, and I was and I was trying to uh, I wasn't able to improve in my running because I was like oh well, I'm not improving here, so what's the point? Sort of thing. That old old everything has to be a competition mindset. Whereas now it's like well no I'm, I'm running three times a week for my health because I know how much it improves it. I know how positively impactful it is to my family time, to my business, to so many elements. So I know what the goal is. I want to be the fittest and healthiest person that I know. So to do that, I need to be present at the moment. I need to be not focusing on how hard the next hill's going to be, because it's going to take me away from what I'm doing. But instead, I just need to focus on, okay, I'm not, it doesn't have to be fast. I just got to get to the top of the hill. I don't have to push myself to the point where I'm not enjoying it. Although, I've got to be honest, there are times where I still do that because <laughs> it's so hardwired. I still do have that competitive streak and I do still record my times and watch the improvement. But because of my why for doing it, it's by, by, how it's going to improve my holistic health, then I'm not drawn in worrying about what those results will be. They take care of themselves. So if you look at the moment of being with family, for example, what is it you're looking for there? For me, I, I want to be able to be there for my children in a way that I felt I didn't have many times when I was younger. Now, I've also made sense of that and realised that as one of five children um, and having great role models as parents who gave back in different parts of the world, that I got heaps. doesn't mean that there wasn't still elements where my needs weren't met. So I don't go hard on myself and I can't give as much time as I would want, but I make sure that I'm... My intention is to give as much presence in that space as possible, to make sure that I'm actually listening, not distracted. 
doesn't mean I can't get it wrong occasionally because I'm human and I and I do get distracted, particularly towards the end of a term before a break when I've probably pushed myself too far and haven't rested enough. There's nothing like a break to give you clarity of thought and remind remind me to bring back that presence. So whatever you're doing in life, yes, you have that long-term goal. The best way for you to have that consistency in progress, in performance, in growth, and improvement, in presence, is by coming back to the moment of what you're in and just dealing with what's in front of you there, the reality of that situation, not creating stories and future visions of what could be negatively be about to unfold, but instead just focusing on what you can control in the moment. It's an absolute game changer. Find more presence in your day-to-day and everything will improve. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.